those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. What's up, motherfuckers, all you degenerates out there? It's your boy, Spaz Parlay, Prince of the South, coming to you live, 6.20 a.m., February 10th. It's a Wednesday. I'm hiding for my bookie. We told you guys. We told you guys on the Super Bowl special episode that if Tom Brady did not throw a pick, it might be our last episode. And we weren't joking. My co-host, Whipple, has been missing since Sunday. We don't know if his... Bookie murdered him if he's hiding out in the desert. I know he had his house on the line that Brady would throw a pick, and I take it personally that Brady did not throw a pick, and that's why I don't think he's a GOAT. If Brady was so good, he would have thrown a pick during that Super Bowl. But I did have to say I doubted this man all season, and I do need to apologize. Congratulations to the GOAT. Yes, I'm talking about Blaine Gabbert on your first Super Bowl win. I know that was a hard-fought win for you, Blaine. You deserve all the glory. Shout out my boy Shady LaShawn McCoy, too, winning back-to-back Super Bowls. The fucking GOAT. He's so good, he didn't have to play in the Super Bowl, and he won two back-to-back. Name me another player that did that. You can't. It's February 10th, like I said. Football's dead. It's furthest we'll ever be away from football. Uh, I don't have a rundown. Fuck a rundown. I'm just freestyling this episode, getting my thoughts out there. And... I'm not going to even really recap the Super Bowl. We all saw that atrocious game, and it's unfortunate. It, it's not as bad as the Rams-Patriots a couple years ago, but what the fuck were going on with the wide receivers, with the Chiefs? They were nowhere to be found. Travis Kelsey did all the work. Chiefs couldn't even score a fucking touchdown. Did anyone's prop bets hit? If you guys had a prop bet that hit in the Super Bowl, Fucking send it to us. I'm going to have the Twitter links in the description. You should know them by now. But I'll tell you one prop bet that did hit, and that was the streaker. That guy might be the most notorious fucking man I've ever – I want to buy that man a beer. I want to give this man my fucking credit card. I honestly thought about this several years ago. I thought about it this year. I just could never afford a Super Bowl ticket because, you know, I owe my bookie all this fucking money even though he's not going to see a dime. But this guy did it a dream that we all had, not just Martin Luther King. Every football fan had this dream. Yes, I'm talking about shrieking on the fucking field during the big game, the Super Bowl. And this guy did it, and he got paid to. There's all these reports. Some are confirmed. Some are unconfirmed. We're hearing that this guy possibly made half a million dollars for fucking shrieking on the field because he bet that prop bet. There was multiple sports books that had this bet. I saw some odds as high as 7,000. Some odds were plus 1,200. This guy put every fucking dollar he had and ran on. He risked it. He risked it for the biscuit. He ran on the field, got that paycheck. After it's all said and done, he's going to be making a hefty amount. And that's just American capitalism. That is the American dream. That guy might be the fucking go. I got that guy better than Brady. My co-host Whipple, though, he did say all fucking season that Tom Brady and the Bucks were going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to fucking put that clip in this episode. I think it's going to take some time for Brady to get adjusted, but I'm going to call it right now on November 3rd. I am saying that your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. You can take that to the bank. Um, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at. What you- 
the very first episode of this was Buccaneers of the Super Bowl, and that was Whipple's decision to say that and name the episode because he truly believed it. So I need to give credit to my boy. Even though he is a Detroit fan, he's just very knowledgeable about football. He called this shit. Now, who wins next year is my fucking question. I, I, I think it's you know never too early to put some future bets out there. Obviously, a smart gambler would wait for all the trades to get in and the draft to be done, but fuck that. Fuck being smart when you got money, you feel me? So right now, the Chiefs are at plus uh, 550. They're the favorites. Packers are at plus 900. Bucks are at plus 900. Bills are plus 1,200. The Rams are at plus 1,200. My fucking dark horse right now, and I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm not going to say them, but they're at plus 5,000. But my dark horse right now is I like the Titans, plus 2,800. I'm going to put 100 bucks on them. Hopefully they can make some magic. They've never won a Super Bowl. It'd be cool to see Nashville turn up. We all saw them turn up for the draft. But uh, I wanted to know what you guys' favorite moment from the season was. I don't really have a favorite that I can think of. My least favorite was when the fucking Eagles tanked that game, the very last game of the season. That was fucking disgraceful. But my boy Whipple was telling me this week that he just loved that Broncos quarterback situation that you know could only occur during COVID could never happen during another season. And that's when all three quarterbacks were out. They had that wide receiver. I forget that dude's name. I follow on Instagram. My bad for forgetting your name, but he was a wide receiver who had never fucking played. He was the quarterback that game. And while he did throw more interceptions than pass completions, I just thought that was fucking dope. Whipple thought that was dope. That guy deserves a fucking treat. And uh, my fucking boy Whipple wants to talk about American cornhole. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Fuck that bullshit. It's not a sport. You feel me? But uh, like I was saying, I would give that Broncos wide receiver fucking his credit. But we don't have like a hero of the week. We need to get something going like that. But we do have the Matt Fleur of the week. Whipples was Tyreek Hill for two catches, 13 yards in the first half. He had three drops. That whole fucking Super Bowl was garbage. My floor of the week, actually, I'm going to get back to you guys. I don't fucking believe in doing more than one take. I just fucking do this all in one thing, and I uh, don't edit it, so I don't give a fuck. But moving on to basketball, we had a new top 25. We have a crazy fucking stat. First time since 1969, the 13th winningest programs are unranked. Kansas is unranked for the first time in 12 years. Michigan... Who the fuck knows what's going on? Uh, they're at three, but they haven't played since January 22nd. Fuck those motherfuckers. You guys remember that underdog uh, story loyal with Chicago? They're in the top 25 now. Iowa's been losing. It's a fucking nuts college basketball situation going on right now. Uh, like I say, every fucking episode, put some money on Iowa. But it does seem like the consensus is Baylor or Gonzaga is going to win. You can't even make money at this point if you have – Money on Gonzaga or Baylor to win it all. It's not even worth it, so fucking find a dark horse and pick it. No, no, I found my Matt LaFleur of the week, and it's going to be the fucking NBA. I don't know if you guys saw the Kevin Durant situation where the NBA completely fucked him and pulled him out of the game in the fourth quarter, and they ended up losing that game because of COVID. If you haven't, had, if you haven't heard of that yet, you're either living under the rock, a rock, it could be the rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or... You're just a fucking loser who doesn't watch basketball. Go Google that story. That shit's pretty nuts. 
NBA has been uh, fun, though. Not a whole lot of drama besides that, but Kevin Durant was furious at the NBA after being ejected during that game. And they were saying it was, you know, safety protocols and COVID. Well, these fuckers should have known that before the game. And it's, if not, it's like he's already in. He's been playing three and a half quarters. Just keep him in the fucking game. I don't got much else to talk about. I will say this. Please rate and review us. And I do need to apologize. Last episode, we had some technical difficulties on my end on syncing up the mics in our studio. And we will be fixing that for next episode. My co-host will be back either Thursday or Friday with another episode to talk uh, cornhole and all these other bullshit sports now that football is gone. And it's just very unfortunate. I know this is the most depressing time of the year for many folks because football is the fabric that keeps American culture together, let's be honest. And it's been taken from us like fucking COVID was taken out of Wuhan and given to us to fucking ruin that sport. But guess what? We overcame this year, guys. We had all four major sports had titles, so we got a drink to that. Remember my fucking drinking rule. If you hate baseball or hockey – Take a shot every time someone scores. Uh, soccer's not a real sport. And also, uh, Jameson Pierre, Coco, Florida, you are the listener of the week. You've won a $25 GameStop gift card. I don't care if you guys have a dollar to your name. Keep fucking gambling. Make a crazy parlay. It's your boy Spaz Parlay, Prince of the South. I appreciate you guys listening to me and being here with me. And stay tuned. we got more giveaways coming up. And we will be back. Thursday or Friday. Peace out, motherfuckers.